Welcome to the Ask Dr. Deanna Show. I'm Dr. Deanna Holdren, your host. Join me weekly as I cover various health-related lifestyle medicine topics that you get to request. This show is for anyone who wants to proactively improve their health position. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. I'm excited that you are with me again today for the next episode of Ask Dr. Deanna. Hey, first of all, I want to let you know that last week's episode, we talked a little bit about increasing energy. And I think that today's episode really uh, uh, piggybacks on that quite nicely because we're going to talk today about leaky gut, which actually can have a lot to do with your energy level. But you may want to go back and listen to the the last episode on energy as well. Uh, So basically today I want to talk a little bit about um, something called uh, increased intestinal permeability also known as leaky gut. And I have to tell you that um, this is a topic that has been circulating amongst physicians for quite a number of years. And like so many things, oftentimes when you hear about something in theory, but it's not quite proven out, whatever, sometimes it's like, well, is that real? Is that really a thing? Uh, But at this point, okay, I would say probably 10 years now, um, there has been so much research and there's some great research at Mayo Clinic. There's some great research at Cleveland. Clinic, uh, all on intestinal permeability issues uh, that basically derail our health or cause us to have problems. So sometimes you hear this called leaky gut. Sometimes they call it increased intestinal permeability. I prefer leaky gut. It's easier, rolls off the tongue better. Uh, But that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's go ahead and dive right in. First thing I want to talk about, um, you know, what is it exactly? What is leaky gut? Well, basically, it is a, a syndrome or an issue where your gut um, becomes more permeable than it should be. And so the lining of the gut, okay, has all of these cells that that line our intestines. And sometimes um, when we are sick or we're not well, or we've got this leaky gut thing going on, um, those cells, um, they are not as tight as they normally would be. They're not tightly, um, you know, in close proximity to one another. And what happens is it makes the membrane more permeable. So then things can pass across that lining that should not be passing across. And specifically things like toxic food substances, bacteria, maybe even viruses, things like that can move from the inside of the intestines across into the bloodstream. Well, this is a problem because this is going to basically send your immune system into kind of a hyperactive mode because those are foreign substances that are not supposed to be in the bloodstream. So it triggers the immune system and can even go as far as to cause some autoimmune issues. So some of the symptoms that we see or some of the issues that people might have if they're having a problem with intestinal permeability or with leaky gut um, might vary anything from uh, digestive issues uh, that would include uh, bloating, increased gas, diarrhea, sometimes uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, sometimes people might experience seasonal allergies or even asthma. And you might be saying, gosh, how could I possibly have asthma, uh, which is a lung issue, right? from something that's going on in my gut. Well, it's quite simple. Again, if these things have passed across the lining and they're in the bloodstream, it's going to trigger the immune system. And really, when you look at asthma, asthma is an inflammatory disease, as are so many other diseases. And that's really what's happening with this leaky gut is it is causing 
a or has the potential to cause a systemic inflammation, which again ends up derailing our health. So the seasonal allergies and asthma, sometimes hormone imbalances can be related back to this. Um, autoimmune issues, you heard me mention that already. And um, that varies from um, thyroid diseases to rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis, psoriasis, um, celiac disease, all of those are have an autoimmune component. And again, when those substances cross over that lining into the bloodstream, um, the immune system is going to, you know, be on high alert. Uh, and that just kind of sets off this cascade uh, toward that autoimmune. Um, mood in mind, that's another big area. So sometimes um, things like depression, anxiety, ADD, um, or attention deficit disorder or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder can also uh, be something that's triggered um, by this disruption in the gut. Uh, and then even skin, um, things like acne or rosacea, eczema, um, you know, eczema, we always say eczema and allergies, asthma and allergies all go uh, hand in hand. Uh, but that can also be a, a symptom that somebody might experience if um, they are having a problem with this leaky gut. Uh, and then lastly, food allergies or food intolerances, which just seem to be becoming so much more common uh, as we go through time. Uh, I can remember a time when um, when I was in elementary school, nobody had an allergy to anything. You could bring whatever you wanted to school. Uh, and maybe occasionally you might have a child who's an allergic to a strawberry, something like that. But today, the nut allergies, tree nut allergies, you know, peanuts, etc., so many things foods that kids are allergic to today. And that is in large part because of what has happened and how we have disrupted um, the gut and how it's how our immune system is responding to things. So let's talk a little bit about what to do uh, if you have any of those symptoms or you feel like this might be part of your problem. And I want to encourage you, I'm going to give you some basic steps, four basic steps to um, work on repairing this, uh, you know, leaky gut uh, or intestinal permeability issue. And um, if that works for you, fantastic. If it doesn't, I would encourage you to reach out to a functional medicine uh, practitioner and basically work with somebody because there, this is just scratching the surface. There's so so many other things that can be done to to, to help restore balance uh, in the gut. And the first thing, okay, we call it the four R's. Uh, and the first thing is remove. You've got to remove the offending agent. What is causing this problem? And you guys have heard me talk so much about food and you are what you eat. And so many foods are really derailing our health. Uh, all of the processed foods, if it's in a, a, a bag, a box, a package, a drive through window, window, it's probably not good for you. You should put it down. And because of that, um, those chemicals that are chemicals that are in foods, uh, chemical additives, um, glyphosate, so many ingredients that are basically going to disrupt the gut microbiome, uh, which will have an impact on that lining. It's going to cause inflammation. Uh, foods that maybe you uh, are sensitive to or allergic to, again, can cause inflammation there in the lining. Uh, so the number one thing is to remove those foods, get them out of your diet, for starters. Number two is you're going to replace, okay, so the second R is replace, 
add back the good, okay? All of the good stuff, you want to add that back in. And specifically, you want to add back in digestive enzymes, uh, maybe a little hydrochloric acid, um, you know, good foods that are that are green, okay? Green vegetables, uh, you know, just lots of healthy fats and um, vegetables added back into the diet to really help support the microbiome. Number three, the third R is re-inoculate. And we basically want to put the good beneficial bacteria back in the gut. Now, you can do this a number of ways. And there are some studies that will show, you know, there are, of course, probiotics, which would put good, healthy uh, microbes or beneficial bacteria back in the gut. Uh, and we know that that is effective. That is one way that is effective. Uh, but also, there are great foods that you can add, um, you know, from kombucha, um, you know, just fermented, um, you know, just a variety of fermented foods that can really add and uh, add or increase that bacterial, beneficial bacteria in the gut. And some studies show that those are actually more beneficial, especially if you're eating them on a regular basis. Uh, so that's one way uh, to accomplish that. Uh, and then finally, number four is repair. Uh, so what can we do to repair that? Well, there are certain things that you can add in that will actually help to um, rejuvenate the lining of the gut or the, the, that gut wall. Uh, and one of those things would be L-glutamine. I talk about using glutamine all the time because it is so beneficial um, for the gut and just really healing the lining. It decre It's an amino acid uh, and it helps to decrease inflammation and just help to heal the lining. In addition, chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is something that can really make a difference um, in, in healing the gut as well. And chlorophyll is, you know, again, think green, okay? Green foods, um, um, I like to drink, um, you know, a green shot uh, every day uh, that's just powdered greens. It's got some chlorophyll in it. Uh, it's also got some broken cell wall chlorella in it, which can help from a detox standpoint. Uh, but basically, if you follow those four R's where you're removing the stuff that's that's ca the, that's causing the problem, removing the things that are derailing uh, your health uh, or that are contributing to uh, a disruption in the lining of the gut, uh, number two, replace, add the good things back in there, get the digestive enzymes, the hydrochloric uh, hydrochloric acid, uh, as well as a lot of green vegetables. Number three, re-inoculate, get that beneficial bacteria back in there. And then number four, uh, do some repair work, help to decrease inflammation in the lining, heal that gut up with some L-glutamine, maybe add in a little bit of chlorophyll. And again, for so many people, this makes such a difference for them. Uh, eliminating sugar, getting rid of a lot of the grains that, that can be causing a problem as well. You know, so many times I have people come in and uh, one of the big issues, of course, um, that, that people struggle with is uh, indigestion or reflux. It's very, very common. And that is very, very common with the standard American diet. Typically, and that might even be an indication that you've thrown things off the balance off in your gut. But typically, if I can get that person to eliminate sugar and eliminate grains, so just go grain free for a time, you know, that's dramatically reducing carbohydrates uh, or at least processed carbohydrates. So reducing uh, the grains, getting rid of the sugar. It is amazing to me that typically within a week, 
their reflux, okay, that that symptom that they're having, that acid indigestion is gone that quickly. And, you know, when you're looking at healing the gut lining, uh, it takes time, especially to re-inoculate and get that beneficial bacteria, you know, in there and and to be growing on a, on a steady, you know, at a steady rate, it takes time. It might take six months. I've heard some practitioners say, you know, after antibiotic use, you know, that it may take a year to get the um, the natural flora back uh, in the system. Uh, but what I do know is that it's possible and it can make tremendous improvements in your health overall when you just take these simple things and make it part of your everyday living just to, you know, to focus on what foods are going to be fuel for my body. What foods are going to help my body to function uh, at optimal levels and just make a difference overall? So I hope this has been helpful for some of you. Uh, I'm excited uh, just to be sharing. Remember, um, you guys, you can go to DeannaHolden.com, submit your questions there. You can also ask a question on Instagram if you like or Facebook. And basically, we take that material and then I typically am answering some of those questions in the podcasts that we produce. So thanks so much for joining be sure to plug in next week and I hope everybody had a fantastic Valentine's Day. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, visit me at DeannaHoldren.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dr. Deanna Holdren. I really want to hear from you, so message me. I love taking your messages and creating topics from them. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share my show with those who have an interest in health and wellness. Thank you for tuning in and see you next week.